Hey guys, we're the Hard Time Strongman Podcast, training up a bear class of man. And today we have a special episode for you because we're talking about napalm thermite and plastic explosives. Today's Let's reference. I see. Let's just, you know, like like we said when it, well, we talked to Chris from Grant Raffle Group last time. Let's just speed run getting canceled. Let's see what happens. Yeah. You know, Let's live a little. It. You know what? I've so, already like I've already punched my express ticket you're into the great beyond. Prepped. I'm not you're going up. Go. I'm going down with some of the stuff that I've said. So let's do it with this too. I, you know what? If you guys that are listening aren't already on a watch list, we want to fix that. We're here to support <laughs> you and equip you guys. So that being said, our reference for today, TM31-210. And I went on, I, I don't know, Wikipedia and Google. I, I trust you guys to be able to you know, do a little bit of researching. If anything that we say here is not factually correct, please check please us. I'd love to yes. know. And TM31-210 is the improvised munitions handbook. You could pick it up at pretty much every surplus store or Amazon. Or any of the pro goon gun tuber Instagram pages. I'm sure they sell those too. So and as it, as a disclaimer, all of this stuff is publicly available. Nothing we're going to tell you this is, is not, classified. These are not the ancient texts. This is not no. forbidden knowledge. This is readily available. We're not going to give you the exact ratios. Never mind. Yeah, we we are going to give you the exact yes, ratios. I, I just look through the show Don't notes. tell me what to do. No. <laughs> Love because it. you can Google Screw it. it. I don't feel bad. Look, I don't feel bad because you can Google all this. And honestly, in my in my humble opinion i think everyone should know how to do this because this is this is ranch hand stuff honestly that's fair how i look at it you know you know what i would love to do instead of freaking going there with my chainsaw hacksaw and a shovel and you know try to like dig out all these freaking tree stumps when i was a kid i would love to just throw on a freaking gallon of thermite and call it a day <laughs> But might is a great way. To I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to make use it. things so. together, <laughs> or dissolve them forever. Or dissolve them, yeah, where they'll never come back. Any hoozle, any hoozle. Let's do. Let's this. get into it. So napalm, napalm is an incendiary mixture of a gelling and petrochemical agent. So history, originally, officially, napalm was first developed by the U.S. Chemical Warfare Service in 1942. It would be used in extensive firebombing campaigns, uh, along with infantry flamethrowing or flamethrowers. I was trying to say like flamethrowing infantry. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, the, the dudes that were heavily targeted because holy crap, war crimes um, in World War II. Say, <laughs> isn't this against the Geneva Convention to use this stuff? For personnel. For personnel, against personnel, it is against the Geneva Convention. Sorry, hang on. I, I misspoke. The uh, Geneva suggestions, because we didn't sign that shit. I was going to say, what do you think? I am a nerd. Um, World War II, <laughs> later seen in the First Indochina War, Algerian War, Korean War, Six-Day War, and the Vietnam War. God, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. It is put to great effect when, honestly, just clearing anything that's alive you know, vegetation wise. So freaking fire for effect, just all those close air support missions, clearing out buildings, bunkers, trenches. Hello, Russia, Ukraine war and other occupied spaces. 
probably don't surf. <laughs> I thought you were going to say napalm six to kids because it does. It's extremely it does. effective against personnel. Um, it is terrifying. It, so I and we talked about this a couple times on on the show. Whenever oh, I talk about napalm, it ago. is literally like hellfire. It is terrifying stuff. And you know, we like to we like to spice things up and we like to make light of things. You know, keep the conversation rolling. This is like a literal war crime. This is like yeah. the mm, bad stuff because this is an extremely sticky, extremely adhesive adherent, um, you know, substance. The fire that this makes rises is the fire rises insanely the the fire rises. It's insanely hot. It's ungodly hot. And so not only, you know, the risk of burning to death, right? But asphyxiation like, oh, yeah, you know, caught, you know, so although so all those chemical reactions to like, you know, sucking in all that oxygen, making a firestorm like this is a real freaking thing. <laughs> OK, and so like if you're sucking a tank and you're like, oh, man, I'll be fine. No, you're just going to get cooked. Yeah, like, yeah, that is this that is, is a sardine bad. Yeah, this is bad, bad, bad stuff. But no, I mean, in Nam, they would just like, oh, man, we don't want that forest there. <laughs> and then it wasn't. <laughs> oh, later on, they would use the uh, what was that? The, the the daisy cutter, that bomb that just like detonated about about. six foot high and just wiped out everything. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. But I mean, talk about like area denial. Oh, yeah. Tell you what, if I don't want you somewhere, I'm just going to lace the whole freaking place with napalm. It's going to burn forever. And then as your buddies are driving through or walking through it, as you go past that first layer of carbon, it's going to freaking ignite again. Like it's scary stuff, dude. Bad no, stuff. You tested I mean, this. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and you know, this is just like a stupid civilian version, man. Like think about like the real deal stuff that we were using. Oh yeah. That's some nasty business. Mm. Not to mention like, you know, ring through just different world war two accounts, different Vietnam accounts. Uh, guys that would respond to these like to these casualties if you know people got hit by napalm like they'd go to grab like to like mm -hmm. you know, let them get them out they'd go to like grab a leg and their hand would go straight through and they'd grab bone yeah that was burned like or they they grab and liquefy like, without going all the way down it just like it just, it just sloughs off yeah like it was skin, just like you you muscle you'd like tendon. pull a leg off just like nothing it was just like yeah like literally like meat off the bone in a in a pressure cooker or a or a slow burner like it's mm, yeah oh my god stuff. just just picture the mo the best like brisket you've ever tasted and you don't even need a knife and fork you just like literally just breathe on it and it falls apart that is what we're but talking that's a about folks yeah it, it, that's, like, that's a person's arm that's a leg that's a chest like that's what it looked like terrible stuff that being said, how to make it. So gelling agent. So your gelling agent, that is what's going to give it structure. You're going to, that's what is going to be dissolving to make it sticky to just give it form and, you know, the function, right? So yeah, more often than not, civilian side, you're using styrofoam. Yep. Readily available. Find it anywhere, use a cheese grater. We saw it in the beginning, you know, right before everything started to kick off in Ukraine. Saw those ladies. Oh, yeah. Styrofoam with, styrofoam. A, uh, with a cheese grater. And cheese grater, yep into beer bottles yeah so mm -hmm. uh also our good buddy critter critter1371 on instagram he Shout out. suggested ivory soap 
which mm. I've yet to use, but I can see exactly where he's coming with yes. that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Just yes. using like a not well, maybe a cheese grater. Well, yeah, yep. probably a cheese grater. Like on the really, have to. really like thin, like you know, thin setting. That would be yep. actually wonderful for mm-hmm. for the purpose. So I can see where he's going with that. The petrochemical, so gasoline, diesel. Uh, Kerr also mentioned you can throw in motor oil to make it burn longer, which is a scary thought because it already burns for forever. Oh, man. And when you're mixing this, it's not all going to like, it's not like the styrofoam is going to expand and fill the entire container and, you know, like all the gasoline is going to be gone. You're going to have gasoline left over. You have, you're going to have to whenever you're done with it because you're you're trying to break down the styrofoam because you don't want in like its structured form. You want to break it down into the smallest bits where it's, you know, that fluffy nonsense that gets everywhere. And then you're going to pour your gasoline, mix it all up. Obviously don't, I wouldn't touch it. Yay. Um, or try to breathe it in. Yay. But um, you mix everything out. It's going to just make this blob of death. And then that's your, that's your napalm. You're gonna have leftover standing gasoline around. You can reuse that. Um, you know, for more napalm, but that's that's what you got. Throw that in a freaking bottle, throw on, you know, tape on some stormproof matches and have a party, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thermite. Thermite is a pyrotechnic composition of aluminum powder and iron oxide powder known for it's just stupid extreme heat and its ability to melt through an engine block blink of an eye with no trouble (laughs) with no trouble like a hot knife through already like mostly melted butter it's often used like i said for destroying equipment welding train tracks or pretty much any other task that calls for just a stupid extreme amount of heat so i've seen videos of thermite guys that made that <laughs> have just cut through inches of steel yeah through the steel underwater through a cement block and then down through the ground yeah it's it's still like right doesn't, it doesn't care about it doesn't care about water it'll just do whatever no. the hell it wants to do but like this is bad bad stuff it's awesome it's Super terrifying cool. but it's awesome <laughs> And this is what like, I'm talking about. So like the efficacy. So like, yeah, you know, if you need to clear brush, if you need to, you know, kill tyrants or like clear out building, yeah, you know, napalm's your guy. But a thermite is so just it's like a Swiss Army knife. It is. Because once you get the mixture down and you're not like blowing yourself up, like if you need to do like minor cuts through metal, if you need to, you know, I, I don't ever see why I need to you know, weld train tracks together. But I mean, if you get to where you're playing with the stuff a lot, it has a lot of motility. Well, the beauty of it is too, not only can it weld train tracks together, but uh, you set off one of these son of a is right on top of some train tracks. It's going to cut them apart too. This yep. thing is an acetylene torch. This is a welder's, a welder's torch in like the craziest fashion. Without a doubt, this thing is terrifying, and I love it, and I really want to make some. And in fact, I know how to. So the mixture here we're looking at is a one-to-three mixture of aluminum powder and iron oxide powder. You can get these, disclaimer, you can get these raw materials on Amazon. Another disclaimer, if you're going to use iron oxide, spread it out on a 
baking sheet and throw it in the oven and bake that sucker high heat because you want the moisture out of it. You want the moisture out of the iron oxide. Yes. And then you can use it. So also, if you're going to use a wick on it. powder, you can find that in an Etch-A-Sketch. Yeah. Iron oxide, you can find, oh, I don't know, on any piece of freaking steel that you've left out for too long. Iron oxide is just rust. (laughs) Yeah, it's rust. We're talking about rust. If you can get a, a, a sheer amount of rust, just gather it all up, put it on a, a cookie sheet, baking sheet, and bake the water out of it, you know? But uh, if you're going to use a fuse, best case is to get a uh, magnesium strip and use that. Well, it's, it burns extremely hot. Yes. You need a significant amount of heat in order to you know light this after you've mixed it. Yes. But- Thermite is a super easy way to do that. Uh, there is a chemical reaction, which I am not privy to, but our chemists out there, you know, can probably figure it out. Mm-hmm. And did you say the mix ratio? Yeah, the mixture ratio is a one to three. So one part aluminum powder and three parts iron oxide. And we recommend magnesium strips as the fuse. You can yes. put it in pretty much anything but just keep in mind that once that thing lights it is extremely hot and it's going to use gravity and go straight down so when you're storing this so something like a clay pot something that's used to extreme heat would Mm -hmm. be best to actually store this in short term you know i wouldn't recommend storing this long term but right i mean if you are going to store it long term i would definitely recommend using a probably steel container insulated steel container that's um airtight get some of the uh the anti-oxygen like the mm-hmm. the storage yep packets or little discs yeah and plastic explosives so this one is Yay. officially officially from tm31-210 and here's a quote from it a plastic explosive filler can be made from potassium chlorate and petroleum jelly the explosive can be detonated with a commercial number eight or any military blasting cap. We will let you figure out where to source a blasting cap or commercial number eight. However, potassium chlorate, potassium chlorate, easiest way that I have seen to source this besides buying it outright is just from typical, you know, common household matches. So to do this, you're going to need to harvest that match head, right? Break it down into a powder and then throw the whole thing in some water. Let it, you know, uh, stir it, let it dissolve, and then filter out everything that rises to the top that is not your potassium chloride. Then cool it. In that cooling, um, you know, in that cooling stage, as it starts to go from extremely hot to extremely cold, that potassium chlorate is going to crystallize. You also throw in some acetate to, you know, try to get rid of some of the coloring. That's not entirely, you know, needed, but that makes it for more, a more pure, you know, result, more pure yield. Then procedure for actually, you know, getting your mixture your sorry forgot the word your plastic explosive mixture 
you're going to spread out your potassium chlorate crystals thinly on a hard surface with a rod, a stick, what have you. You're going to roll that over those crystals, crush them into a very, very fine powder. Think like face powder or like flour. And then you're going to mix nine parts of that powder potassium chlorate and one part of petroleum jelly, which is just Vaseline. Vaseline. In a wide bowl or container. You're going to mix them by hand, knead it like dough until it's a uniform paste. Yay. You have spicy Play-Doh. Yay. So also, disclaimer, potassium chlorate is a very common ingredient in potash. Potash is a fertilizer. Use that knowledge as you will. And we also don't need to tell you about all the wonderful uses for, you know, plastic explosive, but correct. We think that you should know. So there you go, guys. We hope you enjoyed the episode. I know it was a short one, but I think you can appreciate the, um, what would you say? The, uh, compressed amount of knowledge, the, uh, the, the thickness of this episode. Are you presenting? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you sure can. Just buy it. Just like that. At the grocery store. The grocery store. I love this place. As a sole uh, alternative. Get out of here. Golly. Check H E B. Oh my gosh. I didn't even that think made of me that. So happy. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Oh well, guys, I love it. That's all we have. That's all we have for this episode. I know it was a short one, but I think you can appreciate the the content that we gave you today. So, until next time, we're the Hard Time Shaman Podcast. Jerry Barbera, class of man, stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. Hey everybody, this is 6 and 7 with the Hard Time Strongman Podcast. We are coming to talk to you about our Patreon and Discord. Hey guys, our patrons get early access to all of our episodes. They get all of our exclusive pre and post shows, all of our spicy takes, all of our rabbit holes that we go on. Everything that we want to include in an episode, but we can't because we need to stay on topic. And soon enough, we'll be offering digital downloads, guides, everything that we've been working on in the background will soon be available to our patrons. So make sure to check it out. And come hang out with us on Discord. Speaking of the spicy stuff, this is where we discuss most of it. Once you're there, you will get access to all of our in-depth discussions, including stuff like homesteading, fieldcraft, medical, camping, communications, shooting. You like ARs? Come talk to us about it. You like 4x4 vehicles and prepping? Come talk to us about it. You like Tannerite, Thermite, Napalm? Come talk to us about all of the campfire talks that would get us kicked off of other platforms. It's right there in our Discord. Come join our community. We're active on Discord every day. We're interacting with members constantly. We have guys from every walks of life coming to contribute their expertise to all of these various fields and subjects that we've been talking about. Come join the watch Discord. Come join the Discord. Join our community. Build up that better class of man. Wanted to take a second to do a mental health check-in 
and to tell you all about the 988 Crisis Lifeline. So, the 988 Lifeline is a national network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day, 7 days a week in the United States. You can reach the Lifeline at 988lifeline.org or you can call or text 988 to get help to get someone real on the phone. Every struggle is different. Every struggle is hard. But you are not alone in whatever you're going through. As someone who has used the 988 crisis line, I fully recommend that if you're feeling any of those feelings of depression, suicide, hopelessness, get in touch with them immediately. They will help you. They will listen to you. Once again, guys, you can reach the lifeline at 988lifeline.org or you can call or text them at 988. As always, guys, stay in the fight. Stay in the fight.